Hey, Michael. Hey, Morgan. As you may be aware, Wu-Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I thought that maybe this morning we should take the opportunity to list other things that aren't. Uh, that aren't anything to, to fuck, fuck with. with. Correct. Okay. So I'll start it. Okay. I didn't make a list, so I don't know where this is going. Okay. Fraggles ain't nothing to fuck with. Um, our, our cat Brewster is, is absolutely nothing to fuck with. Way to make it really personal. Baby, bo- baby bottle pops ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> I don't know what the criteria is, but I'm going to say um, electric guitar solos. Those aliens from the arrival ain't nothing to fuck with. Okay. Um, Will Smith and Independence Day is nothing to fuck with if we're, if we're going to go up against some aliens. The worst witch ain't nothing to fuck with. The movie? <laughs> Right? Isn't that a movie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're going to cut some of this down. And I don't know. Um, Richard Simmons ain't nothing to fuck with. This show ain't nothing to fuck with. I didn't know that I was supposed to come up with something funny. <laughs> gotta be on your toes always okay okay here we go here we go hello and welcome to bad reception whether the critics hated it the audiences ignored it or the network pulled the plug we're here to try to make the best of bad tv i'm one of your hosts my name is mike and my name is morgan hey michael yes do i look different a little bit i can't quite place is there is there a certain glow is there a little gleam a little sparkle in my eye a little bit, now that you mention it. Why? I'm pregnant. Oh my god. No, silly. We are now a member of the Podfix Network. We're part of the big family. We are. We are Podfix. We, we are. We are Podfix. <laughs> Much their, like Legion, we are Podfix. That's their slogan, right? That's our slogan. We are Podfix. Yeah, we're part we of are Podfix. We are part of the amazing Podfix network. Um, you've probably heard us talk about them if you've ever listened to our show before, because we love them. Great lineup has just a fantastic lineup of shows. You can follow them on Twitter at Podfix and go to PodfixNetwork.com to see the rest of those gosh dang great shows. Uh, and we want to thank the Podfix Network for adding us and, and considering us yes. uh, decent enough to be a part of their I'm lineup. Not, I'm not sure I trust their judgment at this point. Yeah, no, this is, this is a big mistake. I don't know why they did it, but I'm so happy they did. It's obviously one of our favorite podca- uh, podcast networks, and we were so happy to be a part Very and honored. joined, honored. And we hope that if you uh, if it brought you to us, that you like what you're hearing. I can't imagine you do. But if yeah. you find something here, if you find a glimmer of uh, of uh, entertainment, we are happy to do it. In case we have some new listeners, I think it would be important to give uh, these new ears a rundown on our show. Michael, what is this show about? <laughs> okay. What we do on the show, if you've never listened to it before, we're going to watch a TV show that was canceled or bad or people didn't like it that we've never seen before. We don't know anything about these shows. And... We're going to watch it. But first, but first, we're going to give some ridiculous predictions and guesses to what might be on the show. You say ridiculous. I say thoroughly educated and almost um, omniscient. 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes we're very, very good at guessing and knowing the future. Knowing the future. So today we're going to watch a television show from 1993 that is called Saved by the Bell. Wait, that's not all. It's called Saved by the Bell, the new class. Is there a colon in that? Absolutely, there is. <laughs> I would say there's probably a few colons in that. But... <laughs> um. But nothing. Just I just wanted to say the word but. Guess how long this show ran for? Eight episodes. Wrong. Not even close. Two episodes. Nope. Wow, this is really good uh, for everyone listening at home. Uh, I will say that it is significantly more. Oh, shit. Was it like three seasons? It is more. What? Then why are we doing it? Be- I'll tell you why we're doing it in a second, but this show is on for seven seasons what it 96 episodes long which that seems like a low number for seven seasons but i don't know maybe it was only like a i don't know nothing about no maths uh so this obviously is a spinoff of saved by the bell a television program starring zach morris and screech uh and those are their real names Mm -hmm. i don't know what the show is about i'm guessing it's saved by the bell but with you know a new class. I think I do know a little bit about this show because I feel like Dustin Diamond is the focus of this series, right? I don't think that's actually true. Uh. I think that Dustin Diamond is on it, but from what I can tell, without without gathering too much information, he was sort of like a Urkel situation where they were like, "People aren't people aren't liking it. We got to bring in somebody. Bring in bring in Screecher because the show wasn't doing good." And then Screech came back. You know. Mm-hmm. to kind of save the show but i don't think he's i think he's just a side character that like just the to spice things up he's not like the focus hmm. but mr belding is also on the show i do know that sexy sexy man but i think the focus is the new kids which i think they go through pretty heavily oh okay so my understanding was this is like a boy meets world situation where we're following them to college but you're saying it's still the high school oh, no. there's a whole different show for that that's saved by the bell the college years Oh, okay. So now I'm conflating these two. So this is a new batch of kids, same right. school. This is, what is it called? Bayside? Mm-hmm. Bayside High. I Guys, up top, I know very little about the Saved by the Bell universe. Do you not, have you not seen very much of it? Not very much of it. I know there's Lisa Turtle, who Screech is in love with. Zach Morris is terrible. We know that. <laughs> uh, he has a very large cell phone. Amongst other things. (laughs) Wink. Uh, We got Slater with his sweet, sweet Jerry curls. We've got the tall one who was in Showgirls. Elizabeth Berkley. We got the other one with the high pony. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Or Tiffany Thiessen, as she prefers now. Kimberly? Is that her name? I don't remember. Okay, well, anyway. And again, like I said earlier, the sexy, sexy Mr. Belding, who you know books. Okay, so now that we've told you about a show that we're not watching, okay, has nothing. Well, it has something to do. With I mean, it, but... I need to know the basis. I need to know the source material. So continue. Okay, so that's the original. We're doing the spinoff. Hey, this is the second weekend we did a spinoff. I literally do not remember what we did last. You don't week. remember what we watched? Mm-mm. I hear oh, thunder. That, that's right. We did Sons of Thunder. If you didn't listen to that show episode, you are missing out because that was one of the best. But. <laughs> Hey, you chose this one. One of the losers. What what can you do? Michael, you got to stick with it at Michael, this point. Give me give me more about this show. Okay. I want you to the reason why we're doing this, obviously, this is not a 
network pulled the plug situation. Mm-hmm. I just told you seven seasons. But what do you think the score on IMDb is for this show? Ooh, this is my favorite game. I'm going to say a 2.2. Well, that would be lower than anything on IMDb. That's too low. I'm going to say a 4.2. It's lower. 3.7. Almost got it. It's 3.8. It is among, I think, the bottom 10 TV shows rated on IMDb. Yes. It is supposed to be very, very bad. And like I was saying, like, they kept trying to reboot this thing. Like, I think they have, like, a whole bunch of different kids show up on it. This is, again, from a cursory glance. And I don't know too much about it, but there was, like, a controversy or, like, uh, some sort of se- segment in the in the Wikipedia that said, like, they went through a lot of kids. Probably. Trying to figure it out because people kept quitting because the show was so bad. So, I'm guessing it's not going to be very good. And it's not usually fun to watch bad comedies. As we know from a few of our yeah, previous but shows. It is fun to watch bad comedies as long as it's period specific. So if we're kicking off with the first season oh, in 93. this is going to be 90s as fuck. Then I'm on board. Yeah, 93. So let's think about this. I would assume, this is my, my I'm going to start my uh, projections. I think we're going to kind of, the formula worked for this show, for the original, right? So we need to have our main character. Um, but I'm going to say that they're going to flip it and it's going to be a lady. Okay. Um, I just don't see how they could do. Oh, do you think she's going to be able to? Didn't Zach Morris have like superpowers? He could stop time, right? <laughs> he didn't stop time. It was like soliloquies. Like he could he could talk to the camera, and this, everything else would stop. Okay, I'm gonna say she has superpowers. Okay. <laughs> Maybe by the end of the series, they were getting crazy. Yeah, they're like, I don't know, just throw everything at the wall. This is a Western. This is a, a sci-fi. This is a horror. Yeah, I bet they did have, like, those themed episodes, Yeah, though. just to see where the, the audience scores would go. Speaking of themed episodes, the whole reason why I was going to do this show this week is because they do several Christmas episodes. And if you're not listening to this as broadcast, it's live. around Christmas time. If you're not listening to this live, well, that's good because you'd be, you know, have a cup against the wall in our next-door neighbor's house. Our creepy next door neighbor. <laughs> He's not creepy. He does. What if he listens to the show? We're pretty sure he has ladies like hidden in his apartment. He's a nice guy. He seemed like a nice guy. That's he was a quiet man. Mm-hmm. Kept himself. Blinds were always closed. Lady screams from the apartment. Morgan, store. what are we going to get in this episode? What um, is Saved by the Bell the New Class about? Well, we're. Oh, that's two different questions you just okay, asked sorry. me. First, what's this show about? I, I honestly, this isn't very funny, but... Well, then let's cut it. Okay. <laughs> so you're not going to listen to this. This is... Uh, I, I just don't see it being anything more than what Saved by the Bell is. We're just following, I would say, a core group of five. I'm going to say five kids. Let's mm-hmm. say five kids. Because you got to have the one odd man out. Um, or lady. I, they're not in Saved by the Bell. It's three and three. Oh. Well, I'm going to say that they're going to do five. <laughs> they're going to change it up. There's going to be a fifth wheel. Uh, wheel. I don't know how to speak English. Um, I, I just don't see anything. I think Mr. Belding's going to be play a, a bigger role in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'd be. I mean, he probably demanded it. It's probably like if Absolutely. I'm coming back, better give me a fucking huge ass role. I'm going to say his hair gets thicker through the series. <laughs> okay. Um, like I think it's just going to be the dealing with the same teen. I think there's going angst. Weren't they angsty on that show? No, what? No, I mean, but I mean, they had but they drama. Had very, they had very special episodes, like yeah. the one where where Jesse was addicted to drugs 
Well, she, she was, was losing weight, right? So excited. I'm so scared. That's like a famous one. Uh, I don't remember that. Is that because she was like anorexic? No. Isn't there an anorexia one? Probably. I don't I think I remember. I don't remember if that was what it was. I thought she was taking like Adderall. Yeah. Oh. Lame. Anyway, um <laughs> I, I thought it was a cool drug, I guess not. So I'm gonna say for specifically for this episode. Yeah. Uh we're gonna watch the pilot, right? I assume so. Why I'm not? gonna say it's first day of school. I'm gonna say I'm going to say that they don't know each other pre- previous to this episode. Okay. I'm going to say this is the episode. They where all we meet. They all meet. Um, maybe somebody befriends one of the other characters because they're in the middle of class and the one character accidentally drops a tampon on the floor. And then our main girl, because we're going to establish that our Zach Morris is a Zacharina Morris. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite names. I think it's beautiful. Zacharina. Um, and she's like, oh, girl, I got you. I too have accidentally dropped my tampons on the floor multiple times. That's going to be their meet cute. Okay. I don't see that happening, but you never know. What it, Zacharina what it, is a bold, is a bold I'm prediction. I'm not saying that's her actual name. Her name's Can probably going to be, let's be honest, Sarah. Can she be a ballerina? Zacharina the ballerina? That's really stupid. Michael, what do you think this episode's got for us? Um, I think in, what we have in store is going to be a drag race. Okay, uh, we're taking it the Greece direction. We're going to do a drag race. Uh, there'll be somebody's asking somebody else out on a date that is a high pressure situation. Oh, do you think that there's going to be like, um, for, this never happens in real life, but like the first week of school dance? Uh, maybe okay. that's possible. But I was thinking more like we get our two, you know, our two main characters, a, a boy and a girl, because I mean, come on, it's the 90s. And... We feel that there's a spark, and then one of them is like, I'm going to ask the other one out. And we could tell, like, this is going to be the series thing. And then they ask him out, but the other one is like, no. Surprise, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, they mislead us into thinking that this is going to be the couple of the show, but it's not. Mm -hmm. Guess what? One of them is dating a different person, and that's where the conflict comes in okay conflict up the ass so we've got got it so we're saying then is that the series pursuit then the one the one character has to is just like waiting for this relationship to break up for them to swoop in or are we saying okay got it cool 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 yeah and this you know what i was gonna say they kind of took it took a little uh nod from friends there no 1993 yeah predates it bitch well family matters is a, a good representation of that the will they well, won't they of steve urkel like, and lisa that's uh, different Laura. that's just that's just straight up harassment and also straight up you know not very niceties because laura is not a good person well she's a she fine has, person she has she's every, honest she has, every whoa, right not to, she has every right not to be with steve but she is mean to steve yeah because he's annoying as fuck he's really annoying it would be impossible not to be mean yeah to steve. No, i'm i'm on laura's side i don't um, like laura well I'm just putting it out this there. Is a, this is an argument for another day and probably off air, because I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle you. <laughs> Although, Stefan is hot as shit. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, Jaleel White is the man. I mean, that's that's an honest the, In crush. those later seasons, that was tough Woo! to hide. I know. I was like, damn, boy. Working out. Um, okay. Others, let's do... So, we have peppered oh, in think, some specifics. I think we've done so much more than enough. Okay. What, 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 what are you want, saying about peppermints? I said pepper in specifics. Oh. Can you listen to me? Pepperance? You know what? Audience, audience, put your muffs on. Can you fucking listen to me? What? Just what really listen about? to me. I'm going to say at one point, I want, I want just three very 
typical specifics. <laughs> just, just, I want to three keep more cool. quick things. <laughs> I want to see um, somebody struggling getting into their locker. We're definitely going to get that. Somebody getting shoved in their locker. Somebody getting shoved into their locker. That's just an appendage to the first one. And I'm going to say a teacher walks into class with toilet pepper stuck in their shoe. That was the three. I I picked one of them. Oh well, I was doing a collaboration oh i was just that's why i said it was like an appendage to yours like i was just like adding on then that would be four things no it would be just like four and and a point one okay we're gonna watch the show okay we'll be right back meet the new class scott erickson and barton weisel everybody calls me weasel scott's lucky at love hey that new guy's really hot weasel's not so lucky Scott has big goals. The quickest way to make my rep is go out with the hottest babe in school. And Weasel? I put a disc drive in all the flushers. They're both on Ow. Saved by the Bell, the new class, coming September 11th to TNBC. And we're back. Because I'm Saved by the Bell. And we're back. And I wake up in the morning and I'm feeling kind of horny and I'm... Something with the thing in the guys. Hey, Michael, is this the same exact main titles from Saved by the Bell? It is. If with the exception of replacing the actors in the in the little and then cutout. adding an extra card of the new class, I mean barely. They did, yeah, just added a new text on the bottom. Might as well have just been like listen, a generic computer printout. Listen, we are uh, price conscientious here at NBC. Where what? Is- yeah, I'm pretty sure it was NBC. Oh yeah, it had to be NBC. Why? We watched it on the NBC app. Of course we did. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Yeah. So first of all, I do want to address this because I started talking about it in the middle of the intro and never finished it. Initially, we were going to watch a Christmas episode since it's Christmas time. But they took all of the episodes off of Hulu right when I was wanting to do the show. So we couldn't do it. But then I found it was on NBC, the NBC app. But it was only the first season, which had no Christmas episodes. But now when we went to watch it right now, it had all them. the seasons. They got them Christmas episodes. So we could have watched Christmas episode. But we would be so lost. We really needed the the, the pilot to We to need ground to know. Us. Yeah, because this was a whole new setup. Although I'm pretty sure that all of these kids are probably gone by the third season. Oh, my Lord. Is or, this a whole or okay. some of them. All right. So first of all, guess what? All guesses were kind of right. We got almost everything 100% right. I was like, did we watch this show before? Um, With the exception of it's not a lady that's our lead. It's literally the same exact setup. Same characteristics, even down to... (laughs) Let's go through it. Okay. Okay. Yes, it is crazy. I mean, this is a very, very lazy show. It was... I don't understand why... Like, who would be in a room and be like, you know what? The show's really working for us. Let's see if it will work again. Well, I the mean, same exact way. First of all, it did work. The show was on for seven no, seasons. I, but but you said that they had to switch out a cast, like it was a rotating cast. Yeah, but I mean, Say by the Bell was only on for what, like three seasons before this. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. And then I mean, and then they went on, or maybe four seasons because it's high school, and then they went on to college. So they they get their own show. Basically, this is just a continuation of Saved by the Bell, but they were like, we should have some designation that this is not Zach Morris and, and gang. Oh, but isn't it? I mean, it's pretty close. I would argue that it is. Well, there are some there are some significant differences, mostly in the talent pool. But yeah, this. OK. Do we and it's that? been a, it's been a long time since I've watched Saved by the Bell. And I am sure that those kids are also terrible. But there's no way they're as bad as these kids. It's like. 
they were just reading off of cue cards. It's some of the worst acting I've ever seen in anything Here's ever. Here's the line that I'm supposed to say. This From a lead character. Here are the words that are being said by me. Okay. Um, Let's get into it. Morgan. First of all, first of all, first of all, Dennis Haskins has the sexual energy. <laughs> Stop it with your ridiculous. <laughs> of a silver panther. I mean. Absolutely not. I don't know where my panties went. Okay. We're starting this off with exposition directly to camera a la Zach Mar- Morris. 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 The, so our lead character is a dude who is basically Zach Morris without the gravitas of, what's his real name? Mark Paul Gosler. Got there. It's, did it. He, this, Points to me. <laughs> okay. I win. Uh, 100%. Yeah, it's, cool. I would say he, this is he's an Andrew Keegan type. He's the, he's the brunette. Uh, yeah, Zach where you, you feel like you look at him and you're like, oh, they're supposed. This is my leading man, but then when he opens up his mouth, there's no, there's no gravitas. There's yeah. nothing. He's a pretty boy, it's but all... he doesn't have the charm. He thinks he has the charm, but he does not no, have yeah, the charm is... of a Zach Morris. Yeah, correct. Um, okay, so he looks directly to camera, walks through the. We're at Bayside High. It's the same. It's the same exact set. I don't know if it's the same exact set. Are you sure? I, I mean, said, I said I don't know. I didn't say I was sure. Are you sure. positive? You're making that. A, you're going to assert that <laughs> right now before to, God and everybody, to Michael. Me, Michael. It, to me, it did not look like the same set from Saved by the Bell. Oh, well, maybe they just try to recreate it. Um, I mean, they don't go to uh, the, I was going to say the bronze, but that's Buffy. What's They have like a hangout, after school hangout that they go to. Yeah. I forget what it's called. People are screaming at yeah, the radios. They're, so they're, mad they're at screaming us. it. And I they're also because- listening to it on radios. <laughs> Uh, they just had a pop-up here in L.A., too, and I feel like I should know what it's yeah. called. They do go to... Is that not the same... Again, I'm not very familiar with the show, but when they go to the restaurant in the middle of this episode, is that not the same spot? Is it, it do they go to a restaurant? Yes. I don't remember. Oh, my God. I'm already forgetting this show. Yeah. Uh, so we'll save our judgments for later. Okay, so this is our main guy. Scott Erickson is his name. He's our Zach Morris. Yep. He looks directly to camera and says, Well... It's the first day of school, and I'm the new kid. So now we know. We know this is the setup. We know what we're getting into, which I appreciate. The show was like, let's let's cut the shit. We're going to just not even spoon feed it. We're just going to shove it directly down their gullet. Yeah. And I got it. Thank you. Well, there also was a huge poster that said, welcome back danced, like tonight or something. So points to Morgan yeah. for once. First of all, how did you guess that? Because that's not a thing. It's not a thing. But, but I, the show, I just, there was something, I had some sort of psychic vision. You were like, what's the laziest thing that they could do for this episode? Yeah. No, and it makes they did sense. It. Um, so he's our Zach Morris. Uh, he's like, immediately he's like, I got to make myself known. And the best way to do that is to hook up with the hottest babe. Okay. So what is the character trait of, what's the difference between Elizabeth Berkeley and Amber Thiessen? Like, what are their main character traits? Honestly, I don't really remember. Kimberly? Maybe. I, I do, feel like it is. You feel like that's what it is? Do you want me to look it up? Yeah, because I do. For whatever reason, Lisa Turtle will stick out of my well, mind. because whose name is Lisa Turtle? So what we a do, ridiculous it, name. In this show, it's again, it's the same setup. So we have our Zach Morris. We have our Slater, who we're introduced to. His name's Tommy D. He does not have the sweet, sweet curls, nor the charm of... What's his name? His oh, name. you're talking about Dustin Diamond? No. What are you talking about? Slater. Oh, of Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez. Thank you. He's got I, thought, I thought, to be clear, I thought you were being sarcastic with the charm um, of Dustin Diamond, not 
Well, Did I think that you meant that Dustin Diamond there was actually is the a charming charm. man? So we have our Tommy D, who's our Slater type. We have Weasel, who's a nebbish, um, diminutive nerd. Yeah, is it's, our Screech. It's, it's, he is just Screech. He's actually Screech. if Dustin Diamond and Ben Savage had a baby. Oh, he does look like that. He's got the he's got the uh, the comedic timing of Ben Savage. Mm-hmm. The way that he delivers his line is much less like Screech, but. Not as charming as Ben Savage. Not quite, but he's more charming than Dustin Diamond, I think. Uh, I think. Okay. I think. We have two bland white girls, and then we have our only person of color on the show. Her name is Megan, and she's very clearly Lisa Turtle. Yeah. Um, I do want to come back to what you were saying. What did you think that her name was? Kimberly? No. What's her name? It's Kelly Kapowski. Kelly Kapowski. Of course it is. So many people are angry. They're turning off this podcast. I'm angry at myself for forgetting that. I remembered everybody else. Jesse Spano is Elizabeth Okay. But what are their main character traits? In the, I, I, I haven't watched Saved by the Bell since I was a kid, so I don't remember that much about it. I feel like the, all three of the girls are like really good in school, right? Um, I think that Jesse is the smart one. Okay. And Tiffany Amber Thiessen, a.k.a. Kelly Kapowski, is just the popular one. Okay. But I don't remember for then sure. What's, what's Lisa Turtle's thing? Oh, well, she's definitely the smart one. She's the nerd, right? Is she? I thought. Oh I my god! Know. People are people are turning off this okay, podcast whatever. because so we're going to move we're on betraying their childhood cl- dreams. Clearly, we sh- should have known more about the well, source we material. We don't. We didn't watch Day by the Bell. <laughs> we watched Day by the Bell, the new class. So here we go. We need to get back to this. Yeah. Scott why Erickson. are we even talking about Say by the Bell? I just felt like we, this is. I, it was obviously they par- just, yes. They just picked new versions. No, of you're about to say that they were about to parody. And it, no, that's kind of what it feels like to me. I, did, I wasn't going to say that, oh. but it does kind of feel like it that. It feels like they're parodying the characters, but, but not, not skillfully. Doing it. Well. No, and it doesn't was... even feel like they're doing it. It just feels like lazy. Yeah. Well. Like they just were like, find and replace Zach Morris, enter Scott. Okay. So Scott is in the hallway. We're getting introduced to all the characters. He's decided that he wants to hook up with the hot girl who is our whichever Jesse or Kelly Kapowski type. Well, first we start with he he he, he looks at the girl that's supposed to be Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she's not really. A, she's actually like the least. Her name's paralleled. Vicky and she's fucking awful. Well, they call her Needleman. Yeah. That's her last name. Yeah. But she is just like a Hy- hy- hypochondriac. Yeah. And she's always like oh i'm always sick and have phlegm and he's like because she, obviously she's like tall attractive blonde girl so he's like set setting my sights on her and then she's like my teeth itch and my allergies or my sinuses are dripping i got mucus coming out of every orifice and he's like it's hard pass yeah, really hitting the brakes on that one and then he sees our popular girl whose name i'm forgetting currently uh, i wrote it down later when they said it um, her name is this is really good for the podcast so i'm gonna sing it her name is Lindsay. Lindsay, okay um who is dating tommy d mm-hmm. who's our slater he is the uh very but, I, but he's like not like mario lopez is like super charming yeah and fun and like he is a jock but he's like I don't know, like a lovable jock. Yeah. This guy is just a shithead. He's just a dick. Yeah. Like we don't. It's I, also like he has huge. no redeeming. He's a huge dude. He's like seven feet tall. He's like towering <laughs> over everybody. He clearly is not a wrestler. Like one <laughs> Slater. Um, I do remember that things are coming back to me. It's all coming back. It's suck. Anyway, well, he also so, sees. He also sees. What's the other girl's name? 
Lisa Turtle. Yeah, that's what we're calling her? <laughs> no, her name's Megan. Then he sees Megan, and, and she's like, anyway, gotta hit the books. And he's like, books? books gross. Mm, not Ew. my type. Ladies that are learning. And then he looks in the camera like, am I right? Nah? And we're like, no. She's an intelligent, beautiful woman. Why is she not your type? Yeah, this poor young woman. She's probably, the woman who's playing Megan is probably the most skilled. I felt like there was a. I felt like she was doing. She was doing a better job at acting than the rest of them. I I will. I would not put skilled into a sentence regarding anybody, but I will say, sure, she's maybe the least worst. There we go. <laughs> a glowing review from Bad Reception. <laughs> the least worst. Cut to hard cut to the fucking worst actress i've ever seen in television history i don't understand how this young she's got to be related to somebody she on she has to be because she doesn't even have not that she's not pretty but she doesn't even have a like a tv look she just kind of looks like a plain jane and pretty she's girl got dead doll eyes like the deadest of doll eyes like this is no tiffany amber Thiessen. no i don't know why she's here and i don't know why everyone's fawning over her again She's fine looking, but she has no personality. She lacks personality. She She's the mayonnaise no of human beings. <laughs> I hate Lindsay. Anyway. So, yeah, so we're introduced to her. She's obviously she's got to be our uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen yeah, because she's sure. a popular girl. She's on the dance committee. And Tommy D is like, hey, listen, yo, forget about it. Don't go to that dance meeting. Yo, I'm going to take you. The, this guy's going to take his gal to this dance. She's like, well, that doesn't that's great that you're going to take me to the dance. I still have to go to this meeting because I'm the one who's heading up the committee. Well, he's also like every line he has is just like possessive of her. Yeah. Like, he's just like, you're mine. This is incredible. Don't talk to her. This is my woman. It's very toxic. But I imagine maybe that's kind of like how most of the shows were during this time. Well, also, like, that's not supposed to be, like, you're supposed to be like, they shouldn't be together. Oh, got it. Okay. I don't, I th- I think that that's supposed to be bad. I don't think they're saying, like, and this is a good, healthy relationship. So, they're talking, uh, Eric, Scott Erickson, fucking Jesus, the whitest white man name I've ever heard in my life, is observing this group. And Weasel's there. Somehow, Weasel, again, like Dustin Diamond, where you're like... I don't understand how you fit into this equation, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they at least write they they write they in do. how he becomes part of the group, kind of. Oh, Weasel. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's best. He grew up next to Lindsay. Yeah, and he's going to become friends with yeah Zach no, Morris. But that that makes sense there. Yeah, we might as well just use yeah. their um, their parallels. Except I don't want people getting that in their head because they're they do not meet those expectations. So Weasel, our Screech character, um, they're talking about the dance. He's like, I got get just like Screech is mm-hmm. like walking up to the most attractive women in school, being like, Hey, you want to get with this? And they're always sugar like, lips. He calls girls yeah. sugar. Lips. Yeah. Want to go to the dance with me, Sugar Lips? Of course, Sugar Lips does not want to go to the dance with him. Um, so Scott Erickson slides into the DMs of this group uh, and turns to Lindsay and is like, hey, you're very attractive. Want to go to the dance with me? And then Tommy D is like, yo, 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 forget about it. This my guy. Or, she's well, with her boyfriend, yeah. is what he says. And this is this made me This laugh. is a pretty good joke. <laughs> Scott Erickson leans over to Weasel and says, my apologies, sir. Or whatever he right. says. And then Tommy D, of course, is like, can't you tell? Look at this package I got packing. Yeah. I was surprised that they did that on a kid's show. Yeah. But... It just really highlighted his junk area. Anyway. <clears throat> now we go into the classroom. First class of the day. We got Miss Simpson. But wait. Just for so quickly, I have to say, for whatever reason, this interstitial music between these scenes turns into stevie wonder's fucking uh what is it supernatural 
Oh, was that what the bass line? No, it wasn't, but that's what it sounds it like. like oh. It's like, but with the synthesizer bass yeah. kind of slapping. And I was like, what the fuck? And then they never use that kind of music again in the show. Listen, it, that is very specific to Miss Simpson. Because <laughs> that's, that's what we're trying to get from this middle-aged woman who is deaf. And this character cannot possibly last through more than a, a couple episodes. Yeah, the joke was funny for, for the first never. time. No, the first time it was kind of funny. Okay. So the fr- we get introduced to Miss Simpson. She's our English teacher. She's clearly uh, no shy of a million years old. Um, she's hard of hearing. She's very hard of hearing. The bell goes off and she looks at her watch and she's like, God, they don't fix this bell. This is our first very subtle glimpse into her <laughs> uh, disability. Um, so she's doing roll call. Um, she calls on Weasel and Weasel's. She asks what Weasel what he, what books he read over summer. This seems like a very uh, I feel like that's pretty common. The first day of it's common. They do it in a way that you would never actually do it, but that's fine because it's a sitcom. But they just basically she's just like, "What books did you read?" And then they tell her, and she's like, "Great job!" And you're like, "You could just fucking say anything." Yeah. Like she's not checking to be like, "Oh, she doesn't even ask if you liked it." Yeah. What 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 was it about? Nothing. So, so I would imagine after the first person everybody would just be like, "Yeah, War and Peace." Yeah. I read all 1000 pages I, I read of that. every Dostoevsky book ever. Uh anyway, uh, there's a bit And I know here. what they all are. Uh, there's a bit here where Weasel lists off some video games he played and she mishears them for great literary works. We're all he laughing. Says, We're on the floor peeing our pants. Well, he says, like, Commander Cody and something, and then she says, Moby Dick and whatever, Great Expectations. Good job. And then, <laughs> and then the girl, I don't remember what book she says. Oh, she does say War and Peace. Oh, yeah, and she's, she's like, like, the Hardy Boys, which doesn't sound like anything what she does Well, Because she, she says, like, the Hardy, the Hardy, the Hardy Boys, the Hardy Boys go to Greece. Wow, that was a really, really good... Uh, Hardy Boys? Yeah, the Hardy Boys, first of all, is there a Hardy Boys go to Greece? I didn't know they were traveling. Good well, for them. I think they travel, they saw the world. That, to be fair, there could be Hardy Boys do anything. How would we know? Oh, we should start a Hardy Boys podcast. I'm, would, I will give you $20 if you do research today <laughs> and find out that there is not already a Hardy Boys podcast. I'm, I'm sure there is. Um, anyway, whatever. Uh, this class is boring, but basically this is where we're reinforced that our Zachary Morris is in love with um, Kelly Kapowski. Well, he's not in love with her. Well, <laughs> he, he just, thinks he's she's infatuated hot. with yeah. her. Um, he's sitting right behind her, staring at her. And again, just a PSA, guys. Hey, boys. Hey, hey, 14-year-old boys, don't do this. Don't just, like, push, be this aggressive with young women. Hey, I'm talking to you. <laughs> yes, I agree. Okay. Don't do that. Anyway. I was sorry. We I leave was, this class. I didn't know I was needed in that part of the Um, We go to the pie hole. What's this place called? I genuinely don't remember. Oh, man. People are... I can I can hear them screaming oh God, right I'm now. I'm looking up. You know I just keep thinking the bronze, but obviously that's, that's not Buffy. what it is. Should we call Adam? Call Adam right now. I know Adam. Adam is definitely screaming. When Adam is adamant. Guys. People, people know our friend Adam, of Guys. course. Um, okay, so we're at whatever fucking diner they hang out in. Um, it's Tommy D. It's Lisa Turtle. It's Jesse Spanos. It's Kelly Kapowski. Um, they're talking about the dance. Whatever. Zach Morris walks in with Screech. They go sit at another the table. Max. The Max. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm glad you could Google that. If, fast. if you if you were wondering why I was being quiet for a few minutes, it was because I was. It took me that long to find you out what the name was. The look on your face was the like. Was the look, max? Was the max? You looked like a six year old who just spelled mississippi correctly um so we're talking we've got a little scene here with zach morris and screech and zach morris asks screech hey screech just kidding he says weasel if you could ask anyone to the dance who would it be and weasel's like you know no that that doesn't that's not a thing listen there's like a hierarchy here in high school i'm a nerd i can't be with the girls that the beautiful women i want to be with because this is my place i recognize that uh wait did you okay keep going why I don't know what you said or not, because I wasn't paying attention when I was Oh, oh, well, welcome, everybody, to this podcast. This is the heart of it, where Michael doesn't listen to me give my rundowns. Well, Morgan asked me questions about a different TV show that I have to look listen, up. Listen, we're not going to do this on the air. No fighting. Anywho, so... Did you say the part about Latoya Jackson? N- no, so we do need to get back. <laughs> okay. You're right. I did write it down, though. So, uh, okay, you're right. You... I'm sorry, Michael. See, I wanted to make sure I we did. didn't miss some this good is a stuff. Genuine, this is a genuine laugh. Uh, Scott Erickson, our Zach Morris type, um, asks Weasel, if you go to the dance with anyone, before he gives the answer I just gave, he says, LaToya Jackson, without me- missing a beat. Yeah, he's like, that's my number one. Yeah, I'm going to, I would go with LaToya Jackson. Which, great, great moment. <laughs> that's so bizarre. Was LaToya Jackson ever in that, like, much of the public... I was she like maybe that? in 93 maybe that was her year but you still think you'd go with Janet yeah definitely at that point but he wants you know what that's the what the hey, man no wants hey you know what that's, the man wants LaToya let knows, him have LaToya he knows what he wants and then he uh Scott Erickson qualifies it with like no somebody in school and then he says blossom mm-hmm. and he says blossom he's not referring to uh Mayim Bialik is that how you say her name Bialik Bialik or is that Bialystok and Bloom? Uh, another another 90s show that oh, I never watched. Lord. Yeah, but that, that is who he's referencing, right? What? No. Wasn't that? I thought that, that was the joke. was like, well, this character is in school. That's what you mean. Like a famous person I can't have, but you're saying... No, he sets her up with the girl that he goes to the, uh, to the dance with later. No, that's not her name, though. What's her, her name? Megan. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it is. Okay. Oh my God, Michael. Michael. He. That's the joke. Is she's in school, but she's a fictional character. Oh. oh I'm having to ex- see. Apparently, this shows a it's lot going, more nuance. It's going over my head. <laughs> right over my head. Anyway, we need to get to the meat of the story. So we leave. There's no meat to this story. We leave the Max and we go directly to Mr. Belding's. Which we didn't office. mention the whole. So. uh Scott's been greasing the wheels on the old principal well, yeah, building. Fuck, it's just because I can't talk about him because I get so Stop flushed. it. <sighs> he keeps, anyway. throughout the whole episode, he just keeps charming Mr. Belding by saying like, oh, you're so, mm-hmm. first of all, it gets a little bit too much where he's like, dude, you're a sexy ass man. If I was a little bit older and you, you were a little bit younger. too much. And I say just enough. But he just keeps complimenting him and saying like, wow, I can't believe you're but a principal. But isn't that what? Zach no, I'm, Morris does with Mr. Belding. I'm pretty sure yes, yeah. but I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying that's an important listen part of this know episode. Know that you're threatened by Dennis Haskins. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> anyway, so he's going to listen to this episode and think you're being serious. Uh, I am being serious. Okay, okay. Hit me up, Denny. He'll he'll tweet at you. Um. Anyway, so Scott Erickson has come up with a, a scheme. 
if you will. He goes to Mr. Belding's office and he's like doing this in very, again, he's just Zach Morris. He's like, oh, Mr. Belding, it's so sad out there. You got this dance coming up, but it's really unfortunate because a lot of these nerds, excuse me, brains can't get dates because, you know, they suck. <laughs> but so what's going to happen because of you, because you're the one who said we're going to do this dance, they're going to get really depressed and then they're going to stop studying and then they're going to you know, fall out of school. And that's going to be, that blood is on your hands. Yeah. But in reality, then they get lower test scores and then they would get more money from the government. Oh yeah. That's so they, I mean. So he would be happy about that's it. That's how Mr. Belding read it, which it should be <laughs> the way to read it. Um, anywho. That's not how the episode goes. Um, then Weasel walks in the door and he, he, this is part of, you can tell it's part of Scott's uh, whole plan. Uh, Weasel's like, Hey, Mr. Belding, can I check out your computer? There is like a little thing between Mr. Belding and Weasel because Weasel is very f- afraid of authority. Uh, yeah he's just like super afraid of mr belding which makes no sense because mr belding is always super nice uh yeah that's true um he's like can i check out your computer for computer club which uh what principles like yeah go ahead and get on my computer well this is the early 90s so they probably aren't as like secure about that kind of stuff they're just like oh yeah just go on the computer first of all it's not on the internet that's true but there's records and stuff in there. Yeah, but they probably wouldn't even be thinking about well, that, especially guess, like an old, like an oldo. Yeah, because he probably doesn't know how to work the computer, so maybe the computer club guy. He's like that paperweight. Yeah, go for it. Have fun. Um, so he gets onto the computer. Uh, anyway, this is just a long setup. What we learned has been brewing in Mr. Scott's mind is <laughs> what we'll do is we should do a lottery. So everybody in the school gets a date. You've got all of you. Which got is a, such a, a registry. Awful idea. Yeah. You've got a registry. Yeah. This would never go over ever, ever. Not even then would this go no, over. It's not. And also you have exactly the same amount of girls and guys at your school. Exactly the same amount. Because again, this is the early nineties and we're not. Of course they're not going to, they're only going to set up guys and girls, is, but also, there's only like 30 people that go to this school, apparently. We didn't have the budget. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there you've got all you've got a registry of all the students. Just randomize it. And then apparently the plan is to announce it at the dance who they're dancing with, which, again, would this, never happen. that part really threw me through a loop. And we'll get we're not quite there yet, but we'll we'll talk about it. So this is the plan. Cool. Mr. Belding's like, great, great idea. Thank you. Thank you, Scott, for coming to the school and um, planting this idea. Uh, The students will hail me as a hero. Cool. So cut two. So now Weasel and Scott are in the hallway. Right. And we really learn the inner workings of Scott's plan. Right. That was a superficial part of the plan. This is the real plan. Right. Well, this is how he's... Well, he's already going to benefit because we figured that he's going to set himself up with Lindsay. Yeah. That's Kapowski. We got that part. We're smart enough to figure out that part of the plan. But... We're smarter than Mr. Belding. In... First of all, just a sidebar real quick. If you've never seen uh, Zach Morris is Terrible, look it up. It's amazing because this is just reinforcing that idea. (laughs) Um Scott Erickson has found a way to make money off of this. So right. he's like stopping nerds in the hallway saying like, who do you want to go to the, the dance with? With Milton, we get introduced to Milton. Milton yes. is probably the best character in this entire show. <laughs> Guarantee he never shows up again, but that's fine. I was happy to. I don't know. He might. Moment. He's so distinct. Also, it's very funny. Uh, he's on, on site. You can tell this is a nerd. He's wearing the plaid pants. He's got the, the are his frames broken? I don't, I don't know. He's like the stereotype of a nerd. Yeah. But he's also the actor, very clearly gay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <And>, Melty. 
we love him. Really funny because they're like, yeah, and I want you to be like super into girls. And he's, and he's like, like, okay. Um, so they're like trying to egg him on, being like, what? Who would you want to go to? if you could go to the dance with anybody? What if we told you, you could go to the dance with anyone? And he's like, uh, no, I can't do that. Oh, no. Anyway, uh, a cheerleader walks by and she's got her bare midriff showing and she's like, just for whatever reason, throwing her pom poms up in the air. She's like traipsing through the hallways. Mm-hmm. And Milton goes, I want her. And then Zach Morris is like, oh, I can make that happen for $20. And scene. And scene, guys. We stop a very nerdy girl in the hallway who's lusting after Tommy D, but that doesn't pay off later. Anyway, we, we learn that... She kind of reminds me of, of the the actress in the... Or the character the character in Bosom Buddies that was obsessed with... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's his Very face? big personality. Yeah. In a, it, but poorly dressed. Anyway. Yeah, why are they giving the side characters to these better actors? I mean, but you know what? That's good. Because why? We get a little more, like, memorable moments with them. Yeah, I kind of wish that they were the main characters, though. I was trying to save it. Anyway, so this is the this is part of the plan. Zach... Scott Erickson <laughs> is going to get his girl plus profit off of it. Because, again, this character is terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Okay, we are now in Weasel's bedroom no we're in scott's bedroom somebody's bedroom it's got to be weasels because he's got a computer he's got a computer but then we have a dream sequence that sets up that it's his bedroom okay well he does he does he does i'm assuming that he's lying but when he does go up to weasel he says like i'm a big computer nerd too somebody calls me a nerd i say thank you um also sidebarring here for a second this is the first time we've watched a show on this program and had to uh watch commercials watch commercials i did take down every commercial why Uh, so let's just do a quick rundown on what who brought this show to us let's why are we doing this (laughs) anyway so okay we're in the bedroom um you can if you if it was your bit go ahead and do it i missed the, I missed the opportunity. No, do we it. Can't now we brought now. it up. We can't At least say the it. name of the horrible drug that will definitely kill you. Uh, guys, if you have... Uh, what is it called? Ordevo? Okay. <laughs> if you have cancer, do not take Ordevo. The list was of like, side effects went on Seriously, and on for 45 seconds. On, We're not lying. 45 and, seconds in. And then they said... Also more side effects. But we don't know yet. And we listed death. Death is a possibility, but there might be something worse than death. We can't say for sure because we haven't finished our testing. Yeah. So don't take Ordevo. Back to our program. Um, we're in this bedroom. Who knows whose it is? Uh, Weasel is on a ancient laptop. <laughs> a laptop of yore, if you will. He's, uh, he's doing some big Hollywood hacking. He is hacking the mainframe. And by that we mean... those keys. Clackety clack clack. Clackety clack clack. And I was watching his fingers to see if he was typing, and he was not. <laughs> um, Zach Morris is just hanging out on this bed and is like, <laughs> made $400 off these nerds, and I get to go to the dance with Kelly Kapowski. Now I'm going to take a nap. Dream sequence. <laughs> Lindsay's like, okay, can I read it like Lindsay would? Yes. Hey, Scott, um, your mom said I could come up into your bedroom. Maybe we could kiss or something. Yep, that's exactly... I mean, it sounds exaggerated. It's not. That is... She just says words. There's no emotions. spill out of her with mouth. With her goddamn dead doll eyes. Yeah, no emotion. She's fucking soul. Michael Myers. I want to know what... Her, like, I want to know this actress. I want to know I what don't. childhood trauma she went through. <laughs> I really want to get to the bottom of it. But that's That'll not what we're doing. That's another pro. Graham. Okay. 
So there's a almost sexy dream sequence here. Um, I guess he hugs her. Eric Scott Erickson. God, fucking white man. Eric Scottson. Um, comes to hugging Weasel, and Weasel's like, "Get off me!" Ah, uh, we're not gay. Uh, yeah, some some homophobic slur, maybe. No, no, don't say that. <laughs> no, they don't. But the implication is like, dudes don't do this. Which maybe Scott Erickson just wanted a hug. Yeah, that was very rude, of Weasel. Uh, anyway, so Weasel's clearly hacking into Mr. Belding's. He gets it all lined up. Cool. Oh, wait, you didn't say the part where he says, uh, oh, what's the, what's the, the, her boyfriend's name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I have it written down too. I just, I write down notes and I'd never consult just, them. Yeah, just blo- That's enough. blow right by him. Uh, Lindsay, in I the, knew dream, the- dream I- sequence is like, Scott Erickson, I want to be with you. And Scott Erickson's like, but what about Tommy D? And she goes, D is for dummy. I knew you had to write it down because you laughed really hard at it that. It was pretty funny. D it, is for dummy. The line itself, comical, but her lack of delivery made it right. even more. Like, that's genuine comedy. I'm liking, I'm thinking that maybe this is an Andy Kaufman situation. She's aware of what, like, this is some deep comedy that she's doing. <laughs> I don't think so. Let's just say that's what's happening. Anyway, we smash cut to... Uh, the dance. Okay, so the way this is set up, I thought that they were doing an assembly to yeah. list off. The, yeah, okay. 100%. That's what it feels like. Okay, so we've got Vicky there, who's the worst character. Um, she's complaining about, they just repainted the walls in the gym. And she's like, but you know, it's lead paint. And now I'm going to get super cancer and die, Mr. Belding. <laughs> this is, is humor for teenagers. A legitimate thing that's a concern that's that's no laughing matter they keep being like she's being ridiculous and i was like not really that's pretty bad (laughs) what what's in here asbestos and they're like yeah get over it and you're like no Uh, maybe we should address this that's she's not not being a hypochondriac in this scenario that is bad anyway vicky needs to get out of frame she does good so you feel like this is an assembly they're going to list off who you're going to the dance with and then there will be more conflict before the dance but no these mr belling's like here are your here are your partners they're also it doesn't feel like a dance at all they're just wearing their regular clothes Mm -hmm. it seems like it's like in the middle of a school day listen we have 22 minutes to convey our story it was just so jarring when when he was like he names off the couples and then he's like all right, all right dance begin everybody also, dance now <laughs> all of the lights are on mm-hmm. when have you ever been to a dance where it was like there's no da- there's no drinks there are no like there's no papier machine there's no fucking disco ball there's nothing there's no like barely even music yeah at least. Well, I, I do love that at the end of the first dance we see the uh-huh. song cuts out and they clap <laughs> like there's a band there's no fucking band who are they clap- clapping for the dj he did a really good job mr belding mm-hmm. probably he was scratching Mr. Sim- uh, i was gonna say i did I almost said scrimson <laughs> you did say it i was gonna say at least it was a more realistic dance that they never do on tv shows where there's not a fucking band because yeah there hasn't been a band playing a high school dance in 45 years oh yeah you're right yeah i don't know trying to think right in right in if you had a if you had a live band at a dance tell me just tell us about your uh high school dance experience you know what guys guys? this is all we're taking a new direction you know what guys we just want to hear from you that's all we want to tell us about your high school tell us about your experience with uh saved by the bell tell us your favorite character from saved by the bell hey did you have a uh prom or high school dance in a famous venue quick story i did (laughs) i had my junior prom at the same place where they had prom and she's all that 
back to our story. Wow, um, that is really cool. I'm just letting it sink in. I don't want to brag or anything. I already knew that. I don't want because I've told it so many times. Doesn't matter. Cool. It's uh, was Rachel Lee Cook there? Uh, my dance was probably five years after that movie came out. Well, yeah, so she wasn't doing anything because her career had gone down the toilet. Rachel Lee Cook, if you're listening, write in. I, I miss you. Yeah, we want to, we just want to know you're okay. I, I miss you. Um, Jesus fucking Christ, get back to it. Uh, sorry for the language. Um, not sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry. And, um, everyone we had previously said was going to be set up with each other got set up with each other so it's very obvious yeah lisa turtle's very upset she's dancing a screech uh vicky somehow got set up with tommy d though yeah i think i guess has been lusting off after her best friend's boyfriend which is a whole other thing we need to address yeah but also like i think that he wanted it to be somebody that that might make a rift between them Mm mm-hmm so. Yeah, because he's the fucking worst. Zach Morris is the worst. Google it. Um, uh, there's kind of some sparks flying between Scott Erickson and Lindsay. Right. A little bit. Tommy D is very upset about it. Lisa Turtle <laughs> pulls Megan. Vicky. Megan pulls Vicky and her other friend, Lindsay, out into the hallway and is just like, this fucking sucks. I hate it. Weasel's the worst. I'm having a terrible time. Vicky's and Weasel like, is the worst. He's dancing with her talking about computer games. Come on, man. Ask her questions about herself. I don't I kinda like Weasel. I, I Weasel is kind of charming. I said he's got he's a been been savage type. But come on. You got with the girl that you were you yeah. excited to be with, Ask and you're just her. talking about fucking video games? Listen. Show some interest, you idiot. Um, and then Megan, who's clearly the smartest in the room, is like talking through things, and she's like, wait a minute. All the nerds are paired with all the very attractive people. There's the some, only way this is going to happen. The only way that that could ever happen is if somebody had set this up. And she's like, Weasel. And they pull Weasel in the hallway. And he's like, yeah, Zach Morris made me do it. But wait, I do want to say uh, that she says something about, yeah, this is about as cool as m- monkeys wearing bell bottoms. And I was like, and I was like, that sounds really fucking cool. Also, why would that be a slam? In about four years, y'all are going to be wearing bell bottoms again. Well, Interesting note about that. The entire time I was looking at the fashion and I was like, yeah, I think about 90% of this could be worn by hipsters right now. Oh, absolutely. This is like straight up normcore. The, uh, yeah, what, what Scott Erickson was wearing with his like tucked in shirt and his like uh, khaki pants with mm-hmm. a big oversized jacket with like lots of uh, festive colors. Yeah. I was like, this could literally, we could go down to Echo Park and see somebody dressed like this right now. The sweater vest he wears at one point, I was like, mm, for sure that'd be going for $50 yeah. at a Buffalo exchange or whatever. Yep. Anyway, that's fun moment to talk about. Okay. So weasel totally outs out, hit outs his new friend, Scott Erickson. Is that his name? Yeah. Do I know a Scott Erickson? He, all of these people have names that sounded like people that like either I know or are characters in something else. Maybe they're referencing something. I don't know. Now we get a commercial break where we uh, realize <laughs> that this program has been brought to us by Ebates, Uber, Number 7, and then some NBC show. Back to the show. It's brought to us by the Number 7? No. Like uh, Sesame Street? Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 That... Well, the count would... Yeah, he counts. Never mind. I don't, I don't know what I was going to say there. Uh, no, it's a, some beauty product. Who cares? Um, so, Tommy D's in the hallway with them when they make this discovery. And Lindsay's like, I'm going to go kick uh, Scott Erickson's ass. This is this is terrible. I'm going to go... He's yeah, going to get in like, trouble She's like, this, this isn't cool. Um, but Tommy D stops her and he's like, don't yeah. go out him yet. 
because the man devise, has to step that's in right. and let's have a better idea. He's got a mansplain uh, revenge. So Lindsay walks back into the. Well, he straight up says what the what the con is already. He yes. says you're going to tell him that you love him. Yeah, and then but that's it. Yeah. So she goes back into the gym and she's like, I'm falling in love with you and coming on really strong to Scott Erickson. He's like, yo, 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 what up, babe? Wait whoa, a minute. Whoa, 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 put the brakes on. I, that's not what this is. This isn't love. Anyway, or he, he, at this point, he's kind of into it. He's into it, but he is kind of like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm charming. I know my hair drapes I didn't are... expect my plan to work this good. Jeez. Um. So she's like... like i'll tell tommy d that i love you and he's like let's not tell him yet next day next day Mm -hmm. next day lisa turtle is putting some books into her locker and scott erickson walks by and she's like oh i thought you transferred back to your old school and he's like what are you talking about she's like well i know that uh lindsay has fallen in love with you and tommy d is like really fucking pissed you should if you he's haven't got a transferred chainsaw yet, i saw him he's gonna kill you uh if you haven't transferred yet you should probably transfer soon is the message she's sending mm-hmm. um weasel walks by in a kilt and a he's bagpipe wearing, for some reason full full-blown scottish garb and, and he's and this is supposed to be a disguise yeah it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense he's hiding from tommy d because it's out there that he helped he's, scott erickson with this lottery thing and, and he's drawing so rigged. much unnecessary attention to himself that'd be the worst way to hide somehow they convince some football players to walk by on crutches and they're like that's what tommy d did to them because he is full-blown hulking so at this point think they make a joke that he killed somebody right they do make a joke okay i was like, like i was like is weasel, that what they implied right there weasel was like he uh three guys got the the run on of this stick is that a phrase sure no it's not i don't care it's early monday morning um and scott erickson's like well that was two guys that walked by uh, I didn't see the third guy. And Weasel goes, and you never will. <laughs> and then the audience is like, ha, 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 ha. There's one woman in this audience that is bringing it. And I'd like to take a moment for her. Thank you for your service. Pay our respects because she's dead. She probably died. <laughs> they never let these people leave the audience. Um, she became part of the cast. Maybe. That's how they got the cast members. Um. Okay. So what happens next? Okay, cool. So they are going in. Oh. Lindsay comes up to Scott and is like, I'm going to tell Tommy that I'm leaving him for you. I'm so in love with you. Mm-hmm. And Scott's like, well, no, 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 because he's going to beat the shit out of me. She's like, I don't care because I love you and I need to have you. I need that sweet ween. <laughs> and he's like, no, let's not do it. And she's like, well, Scott's going to come talk to, or um, Tommy D is going to come talk to you after English class. And then he gets saved by the bell. That's the name of the show. So they go into English class. <laughs> you can't have any reaction. Miss Simpson, of course, <laughs> is talking about Romeo and Juliet. In, you guys get it? You get the parallel? In the most hilarious fashion. So it's as if, first of all, it's as if they've been reading Romeo and Juliet for a while, which doesn't it's only they They've been back to school for a week. And, and so she's standing in front of the class and she's like, and so Romeo and Juliet both died. And that's the end of Romeo and Juliet. And I was like, one, are you just explaining this, the play? Did you just not read any of it? And you were just like, so Romeo and Juliet is about this 
couple of people, and one of them's a Capulet, and one of them's a Romulan. (laughs) I was going to make a joke, but you made a joke. He's a Montague. I don't know, but it was the first, when I was saying it in my head, it was Romeos and Capulets. (laughs) I was going to say Romulans. Romulans? Uh, It's really good to explain. To explain? Can we just cut this out? (laughs) Nope. This is the show. This is the show that you get. Okay, again, for the new listeners, we do not do any research. We <laughs> For new listeners, this is not off our brand. Uh, we don't know much about literally anything. But we know we love you. Hey, guys. <laughs> Kisses. Don't know much. But I'm gonna I love, love you. you. Everywhere you go. Um, Say by the bell. (laughs) That was a really good rendition of the song. Um, Okay. Uh, So the bell rings. Shit. Tommy D D is in the. For whatever reason, they left their class. Yeah, everybody else is just outside the class. So Tommy D is like leaning in the doorway, staring daggers. Smacking his hands together like with his fist. And I think he has a leather jacket on, just looking like a total badass. Got smoking a cigarette. Mm. Anyway, so Lindsay's like staring at Scott Erickson like, I fucking love you. And Tommy D is like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And Scott Erickson's got to come up with something quick to get himself out of this situation. This is the most half-assed bullshit plan. How long could it possibly put off... So the bell rings and Mrs. Simpson's like, goodbye, everybody. And Scott Erickson's like, you're deaf. That wasn't the bell. I'm going to take advantage of you. Yeah. Old lady. These people are trying to cut class early. And she's like, no, 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 not on my watch. And then speaking of watches, Tommy D has a watch on Mm -hmm. and he then like makes it bleep. And then Miss Simpson is able to hear that. And it's like, oh, there's the bell. Good luck, everybody. So Scott Erickson, he bought himself 12 seconds, jams out of the classroom and then throws, he jumps into Mr. Belding's arms. Right. What is gonna happen now, guys? The they entire school. Oh man. <laughs> hey, if you are a deviant artist, uh, send me your. Don't Scott even. Erickson, we Mr. don't want Belding. any of your. Have oh, fun. I do. I do. Have fun with, with with the things that you enjoy, but we would not care to have any. Thank you very much. Michael speaking for himself. For himself. Okay, send it. Yeah, Morgan, give out your personal email address. But, but make sure to at uh, bad reception on Twitter. No, nope. <laughs> do that. To see it anyway. Mr. Belding's there. The entire school is there. Um, Lindsay's like, I love you, Scott. And Scott's like, Mr. Belding, you got to help me. You have to convince Lindsay that people don't just fall in love that fast. And she was like, no, it. this is fate. See, fate paired us together. And then what happens, Michael? What does he, Scott say? He spills the beans and oh. he says, it wasn't fate. I rigged the lottery. And, and Tommy D, probably the best character at this point. Okay. Because he didn't, he didn't lay it. First of all, got to recognize. He, I don't condone. He did. Violence. He used his brain. He didn't have to punch. He used him. his brain. He did not need to punch his lights out. He let Scott Erickson be his own foil. Mm-hmm. He was pretty good. What is that pretty called? Good. Hoisted by his own petard. Okay, by his own. Yep. John Luke Petard. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a joke. Anyway, Gerard Butler. Nope. There's something there. I like Jean-Luc Petard is pretty good. Okay. Um, I'm going to give credit to myself. Everyone listening is like, no, that wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, that was great. A plus. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm real good. It was anyway. my favorite part of the episode. Anywho. So that's the end of the episode, basically. Um, well, so- no. So Lindsay's like, yeah, that's right. You did. There it is. You did. Um What's the word? You you did a bad thing. You did a bad. I did it. Uh, You rigged it. 
Yeah. I'm not having a stroke right now. You rigged it and you made four hundred dollars. You off made four hundred dollars off of it. And, and building then, is like, well, you're gonna get four hundred dollars worth of detention. Solid slam by the sexiest man alive. And I was like, I don't know what that even would mean. And then Tommy D puts his hand on Scott erickson's shoulder kind of menacingly but also like in a real warm welcome way which yeah, i was like, like maybe they're gonna kiss right now but they didn't no. but he says welcome to bayside kid and then he says you got me this time d but it's gonna be a long school year and then everyone disperses from the hallway and then of course scott erickson looks directly in the camera and says well not a bad first week i think i'm gonna like this school and i wake up in the morning and i'm feeling kind of horny something in the middle uh, it's all right. The la- the very last thing before the credits is an audience member screaming. It's the same woman. I feel like she's, <laughs> she's like. I think I'm gonna like this girl. Whoa! <laughs> Listen, it, there was a happy hour before this taping. <laughs> okay. Okay. Full disclosure, it was me. I was in the audience. It I was knew me. it. In '93. Yep. <laughs> uh i had a problem when i was six anywho okay morgan that was that was our our concise recap of a 30 minute show that took us 45 minutes um as much as we love to make fun of bad tv we also believe that every show has a silver lining and that's why we always have to find something that we genuinely enjoyed morgan you're pointing at me i want you to say something nice about this show I, you know, every week it's like this, this segment sneaks up on me. I always forget that it's a thing. Like I should have this in the back of my mind when I'm watching the show. Like just, I already got mine. I wrote it down. Oh, well, okay. Say something nice. Uh, first of all, I kept Dennis Haskins employed. Stop it. (laughs) He was so fucking bad. Like, when he was on, I kept thinking, like, man, these kids are awful. And then he would come on. No, he's not a good actor at all. It's so big, and and it doesn't have any direction at all. Like, he's just sort of, like... Do you think... He's supposed to be, like, an authority figure, but he's playing it, like, really goofy. I don't know. Do you think that the director of this was just, like this is a job like i don't give a shit or do you think he was like trying to do additional line reads with them and like really try to land no, i think that, that i think that saved by the bell was very successful and they were like cut and paste like who gives we're a working nine to fart. five let's just get the shit in the can yes that's what okay. it feels like all right because it doesn't have any style or anything like saved by the bell does have style it has that goofy cartoony because it's supposed to be yeah like a like a saturday morning cartoon if it was a tv show yeah but this is not like that at all okay i'm gonna say there were <laughs> we're some, supposed to be saying something nice uh, there were some funny moments like gen like the the right the writing wasn't bad the writing is what i would expect from this and it, it's it's like a fun yeah. like i know saying wasn't bad is not exactly a compliment but it's it's enjoyable in the 90s sitcom sense i'll accept it yeah because yeah, i the what we're making fun of is the performance itself there were some solid jokes in there. Well, there were I some, mean, there were some jokes like, in there. <laughs> for like the early 90s, it's what it's that's just the genre of what like it's not like they're trying to it's be. It's not worse than you would expect from, from Saved, Saved by, by the, the Bell. Bell. Exactly. Yeah. So I would say the writing was something good qualifier. Okay. Mine is even more lazy than that. Okay. Mine is good. the background actors in the dance scene. <laughs> 
<laughs> were amazing in a, in a non-ironic way. Well, in an ironic way, but also in just like a, yeah, get it. Get it, extras. You're basically anybody who's not the main character on this show, I give a solid thumbs up to. The main cast, humongous thumbs down. Okay. Humongous. The giantest thumb you've ever seen. Yeah. It's, like you smashed it with a and hammer. And you, you wish that that giant thumb was just squishing all of these people. I really do. Okay. All right. Uh, Morgan, would you watch another episode? I'm going to say no on this one, guys. <laughs> I will, though, dot, dot, dot. I think I'm going to revisit Saved by the Bell. Okay. This has inspired me to re- revisit Saved by the Bell. Well, it's also on NBC.com. I know. But so, you have to watch commercials. That's fine. I can hear more messages from the good people at Odivo. What was it called? Um, also, we didn't mention Gold Bond, uh, Zantac, and another NBC ro- show starring The Rock. And those are all sponsors of our show as well. So, so please, guys, pa- support them. Patronize them. Uh, I would not watch another episode of this show. I wouldn't. It's not a hard no, though. The show was really, really bad, but in a way that it's like, I could see if you just like had it on TV that I could let it wash over me. Yeah, or like you have friends over and maybe you're drinking a couple of beers. Yeah, and... it is it is in it's more in the neighborhood of so bad it's good than it is unbearable. Yes. Like it was not that hard to to, you know, go down the old esophagus. Gross. <laughs> Just really choke it down. Like it went down pretty smooth for a really, really, really bad show. Um, and I'm gonna bring back a segment because I forgot that it was a thing. Is there potential for a reboot? Remember when we used to do this? You know what? Yeah. We used to do this. It's been like 20 episodes <laughs> since we've done it. I know. I just remembered. And I was like, oh, let's do that. Let's do something that was a part of our original brand. Is there a potential for a reboot? Which is also interesting because this is a spinoff. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Is there a reboot? <laughs> potential reboot for Saved by the Bell? I don't know. Because I don't think in this. I mean, first of all, I will say that we live in a generation of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, I would say yes. But at the same time, this brand of humor is not widely accepted by modern audiences. But you have to remember, this is a kid's show. This I is understand. not a sitcom. I think that kid's shows are a lot like this still. Was it considered a kid's show, though? It is. It was on uh, Saturday mornings. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Or or it was on or or on the afternoons. I forget which. It's one of so, those. It was in those kids blocks. Uh, well, then with that, well, I guess that makes sense. In that, I would say that maybe because not that I watch these shows, but just on first glance, a lot of those Disney Channel shows that are that's what I'm saying. Like action, it feels like that. Except the, it's probably that's that they probably pulled the formula from this. I think that you just have to add in like a uh, some sort of like fantastical element. I feel like modern kid shows all have like these like yeah. crazy. It's Saved by the Bell, but, but they're witches with magic, or yeah. but they're vampires or whatever. Or they're a pop star that pretends like they're... Uh... Michael, that's 20 years old. <laughs> I know. Well, my first thing was thinking of iCarly, and then I was like, that's also Hannah Montana. That's also... A lot of shows. Lizzie McGuire. No, it's not. Doesn't she become a pop star eventually? I mean, in real life. No, that's the a whole plot, uh, plot point, because that's what they make the movie around, is her performing at the... Is it really? Roman Colise- Coliseum, yeah. Boy, they are really lazy over there at Disney Channel. Listen, <laughs> we, we know what kids like. We like. That's funny. So that predates Hannah Montana. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, but I don't think she was living a double life like Hannah Montana was. Okay. We, why are we Listen, talking about this? Welcome back to Hannah Montana talk. <laughs> welcome back to children's TV shows that are outside of our age bracket. That we didn't really watch. Well, Lizzie McGuire, was arguably. kind of. Uh, fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan's fun facts. Um, what's her name? 
Hillary, H- Hillary Duff. I was going to say Hillary Duff. Duff. Hillary Duff and I, same exact age, same exact date. And your social security number is. <laughs> and my mother's maiden name is. Uh, okay. My last name. Uh, I'm honestly surprised that there isn't, and I would be not surprised at all if there was one in the works already. This feels like something that will have a reboot at some point. So I would say, yeah. I'd say, I don't know that I'm loving it, but I, there could be a potential for a reboot. I just thought of people probably screaming. There is a prime example of that. Like Boy Meets, Girl Meets World. Girl Meets World. Yeah. yeah. And Fuller House. I Fuller mean, House. Yeah. So uh, yes, there is a potential for a reboot. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Morgan, seriously, cut the shit. All right, guys. Where the full creep is on, it's December 3rd when this comes out. Oh, shit. We got to pay rent. <laughs> December 4th. Oh, shit. We do need to pay rent. <laughs> so, first of all, <laughs> we're going to cut the shit. We need to pay rent right now. Uh, it's December 4th when you're listening to this. If you listen to it on the day that it drops, we're not going to get into that. Um, so, I feel like maybe I should start recommending Christmas-based ching, things. Ching, 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 I am not going to recommend. I don't know why I did a Christmas in Hollis was my... Uh, because Run DMC is the the height of the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. I say that unironically. Oh, yeah. It's a great song. Um, I was going to... I'm not going to recommend a Christmas movie I, I watched this morning. I revisited. <laughs> Hi, guys, just real quick. Holiday Inn starring Fred Astaire and Bing Crosby. Terrible, terrible six-minute song and dance routine uh, in blackface was very jarring this morning. Let's give that one a hard pass. Let's say pass to that instead... Maybe watch Meet Me in St. Louis. Yes. It's not a... The story itself isn't centered around Christmas. There is a very iconic Christmas scene in which we get a very iconic Christmas song that originates from this movie. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Very sad, beautiful performance from Judy Garland, who's clearly on barbiturates throughout the entire movie, which adds to the sadness of the story. Um, But also there is a kind of um, a dated dance song and dance in that movie. (laughs) But the story overall is really great. And for a movie that's from 19... Is that 1940? I don't know. Maybe? Maybe before... It's 40s. I don't remember. Anyway, um, it's super entertaining. You get some really great performances. I would say the best performances are from her two younger sisters. There's a great uh, Halloween scene in which they just... uh, kind of murder people on accident or yeah. could potentially murder people on accident. Um, I mean, they certainly could have. They don't, they're just like, we don't know. But just for we, even, we, we just knocked a trolley off the tracks. It's mm, they probably died. Um, the, but the scene in which she sings, have yourself a merry little Christmas is just something. I, I feel like this is probably a little too real for a bordering on comedy podcast, but it, it perfectly captures the melancholy feeling of the holidays um anywho so meet me in st louis it's also really funny uh in addition to being sad yeah uh 1944 1944 okay. there you go uh okay well since you're throwing out christmas stuff i guess i'll do a christmas recommendation as well and i'm gonna recommend the 1974 horror movie classic black, black christmas, christmas. <laughs> directed by bob clark and starring olivia hussey and uh margo kidder and kira Dulay and it, karen black and not karen black <laughs> does not make an appearance despite that morgan insisting back, <laughs> that calls back to a joke that nobody else knows no it was a joke that we made in our own house with just between the two of us so i'm sure a lot of people are well we're a pretty big part of our audience i'd say we're like 50 percent. so it's a chuckle for the two of us so hey shout out to mike and morgan um yeah i recommend uh black christmas it is one of the earliest examples of slasher film 
a true slasher film. I would say most things that come before this would be in the category of proto slasher in uh, quotation marks. Uh, yeah, this is one that feels like it really uh, sets up the framework of all of the uh, slasher movies that would come after it. Came out the same year as Texas Chainsaw Massacre and uh, three years before Halloween. It doesn't really matter. It's a good movie regardless, but it is like cool to know like this is like really setting the the baseline. A lot of stuff from Halloween. A lot of stuff from Halloween is taken from this movie. I'm just saying. Uh, it's also really scary, really good, super awesome. And it's Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> it is not a very good Christmas movie because it is really, really dark. But uh if you're in the mood for if you hey, if you're sick of watching uh your what a wonderful life's and your white Christmases. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what a wonderful life. Wait, what's it called? It's a wonderful life. No, it's what a wonderful life. Um... I move a house. <laughs> what a wonderful life. <laughs> what a wonderful life, Mr. Potter. I can't do it. I can't do impressions. Anyway, if you're up? looking for something outside the box in your horror fan, check out Black Christmas. <laughs> I think that's going to oh, do it. Oh, my God. Where are my goddamn notes? Uh, I think that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. You can tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch or you just want to say hi. Links to recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at BadReceptionPod.com. And of course, we are proud members of the Podfix Network. Network. Follow them on Twitter at Podfix and go to PodfixNetwork.com for a full lineup of shows. And they are some mighty good shows. Yeah. Uh, just quickly, we had a 10-hour drive this weekend, and we were listening to... Uh, Weird With You? We were listening to Weird With You. Um, and those are some funny Canadians, so go check them out. Definitely. I, I've been listening to it a lot, and those guys are hilarious. Those those guys and gals. Guy and gal. Santiago and Justine. Yes. Very, very funny. Uh, you can download the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, or your podcatcher of choice. If you enjoy the show, please help spread the word by giving us a quick review on iTunes. And why don't you share us with some friends? That's going to do it for our show. Uh, I'm Mike. I'm Morgan. And that's the end of the podcast. Back yet. Goodbye. from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. What are we doing? Cold open, bitch. <laughs> Is this our cold open? No, 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 no. Okay. No. I have an idea. Maybe. <laughs> okay. That could be our cold open. No. Why? Not for the first beat. Okay. We'll do a, a traditional one. Save that one for later. Maybe we'll put it at the end.